0: Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode.
1: Yep, yep, there it is, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another phenomenal mini episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories and we finally work to prove the theories that you the listeners have at home this is your time baby your time to shine send me your shit i want to talk about it i didn't mean for that to rhyme but god damn it am i happy i did i am I'm not ashamed of it at all. I'm having a pretty good day overall. I got a haircut today for the first time from my usual barber, which I haven't done in in almost a year now. And boy, it was a pleasure. It was a God damn delight. He's just back up to his old antics. Same haircut, same wild ass opinions on shit. It's there's something really crazy about a dude speculating about the true inner workings of the government while Jumanji 2 plays in the background. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's sitting up here telling me about like the real secrets behind COVID. And then it's just uh Jack Black pretending to be a teenage girl on the screen. It's a beautiful dance that they do over at that barbershop. And I'm I'm happy to be back. I'm happy that life has gone to some semblance of normality. I'm excited today because a person sent me a message, a lovely a uh, message that I'm excited to play for you. And we got, it's a hot one. I'm not going to lie to you. This one's a little intense. It's not as fun as some of our other mini episodes. Some of our other mini episodes are are more of a a sexy dance. We're doing more of like a a sweet salsa with our guests where we just laugh about silly shit that they send. This one comes in hot, but I'm going to play it for you. This comes from a, a listener named Joy, and we'll we'll talk about it afterwards.
2: Hi, I love the podcast. My name is Joy. I have a theory that might only apply to black women, but anyway, I have an experience where when I look at medical journals, when I was in school learning about sex ed and looking at diagrams of of vaginas and stuff, Uh mine matched up completely. And I didn't realize that people had different bodies. (laughs) And then I realized that A lot of gynecology journals and medical journals in the United States were written based off the abuse and observation of enslaved people's bodies. Mm -hmm. So my theory, and I am first generation, my family is from Togo, and Togo was a slave port. So my theory is that black women's, um, uh, you know, yummy parts and maybe black people's bodies match up to medical journals more
1: because of slavery. Mm. Well, Oh my goodness. First of all, joy. How dare you refer to vaginas as yummy parts? Listen, I'm a big fan of women. I support women. This is a pro-woman podcast, but if you ever in your life refer to another pussy as, as a yummy part, I will have you banned on every social media platform from this part of the land to that part of the land. I don't know where I'm pointing, but you're fucking out of here if you say yummy parts ever again. That's goddamn disgusting. Do I eat puss? Absolutely. Do I ever go, mmm, yum, afterwards? I do not. Never once in my life, and I've had some delicious ones. But there's a line that we just don't cross in the pussy-eating game, and it's saying yum afterwards. (laughs) That's the behavior of a sicko. Are you a sicko, Joy? I hope not. Anyway, let's get back to your conspiracy theory. Now, we have talked about parts of this before. Not yummy parts, but we've talked about parts of this before on the podcast. Uh, uh, we we mentioned before on one of our previous episodes that the man who is deemed the quote-unquote father of g- modern gynecology is this dude James Marion Sims. He goes by J. Marion Sims. And Sims is actually known to have developed all these tools and surgical techniques for dealing in women's health. So much so that he was named the president of the American Medical Association in 1876, and then later the president of the American Gynecological Society in 1880. I don't say that word often, so pardon me if I fumbled a little bit, but this nigga was two types of president. He invented the speculum for exploring the woman and getting up in there and he also invented a repair for the tear that sometimes happens during pregnancy between the bladder and the uterus which can cause immense pain and urine leakage now i'm grateful that invention because my wife is pregnant and I'm real worried about her leaking urine everywhere. That's been a big concern for me all this time. I'm not worried about raising a child, I think I'll be a decent father, I'm not worried about supporting her through this pregnancy, I've been doing my best to be at her side as much as I can, but that goddamn urine leaking everywhere, I can't take it. So this dude invented some shit to make that less likely, and that's pretty cool. However. It is worth noting Sims earned all of these credentials and even uh, learned all of these techniques. He got those sweet presidential seals by running his experiments on black slaves without their consent or anesthesia. That's right. He was basically just snatching up slaves and he he would do these experiments and do it without any way of making them feel better or easier in this process. I warned y'all, this was not going to be a fun episode. This is the craziest part. He did all this without the anesthesia because he functioned under the presumption that black people could not feel pain or at least felt substantially less pain than their white counterparts. So he was sitting there, hearing these women scream out in agony from the various experiments he was doing on them. He was like, these bitches faking. Oh, fake-ass nigger bitches, you don't feel that. Shut up. Shut up. You don't feel it. Shut up. That's wild. This is the father of gynecology. This is a man who still techniques and equipment... Is named after today. Fucking James Marion Sims. Bad guy. Not a nice man. There are, in fact, evidence uh, with James, with old uh, Sims. I don't remember. James Marion Sims. There's, in fact, evidence of him doing upwards of 30 operations on a single 17 year old slave woman. 30 in a row. That's not, I've never had 30 operations ever. I cannot imagine that by 17 you have time for 30 operations. When are you healing up when somebody's doing 30 operations on you? That's fucking insane. Now, statues of this man, James Marion Sims, still exist today. In fact, not just in those sad places like Coochie, Mississippi or Oh, Wakatooie, Alabama. Not those places. This is also in like cool places like New York City and Philadelphia. There's in fact a statue of James Marion Sims standing today in Central Park and motherfuckers ain't happy about it, but they ain't so unhappy that they got the shit taken down. Now, I say all of this to say, Joy, that there is this, it should be some type of proof of what you're saying. But we also need to explore historically where some of these images come from. So I spent some time and this is a weird thing to look up. I think most of the things I look up are weird things to look up. I feel like I say that a lot and it could be just that I'm bad at research. So I look up stuff the way that I it comes in my brain the first time. So I just looked up like what are the genitals and textbooks based on and when I looked that up. I ended up stumbling across some articles and it basically said that the first millennium after Jesus, you know, the millennium once Jesus passed away, most of our knowledge of human anatomy came from this Greek physician named Galen. You know, this is back when they didn't give people last names. Everybody was Madonna everybody just thought they were the shit back then so they went by one name but this dude galen who based most of what he knew of the human anatomy on dogs pigs and monkeys so he wasn't even looking at human pussies he was just looking at dogs pigs and monkeys and he was like close enough i'm gonna draw that and let that be the standard by which we function and then later When we did get to finally look at some human bodies, there were people who started dissecting human corpses. But even then, for their studies, they would still largely only use male bodies. This dude, I'm going to fuck up his name. But you guys knew that before I even went for his name. That's why I took that big gulp, because I just had to build up my confidence to try to approach this motherfucker. But his name was Andreas Vasilius. I think I did pretty good. Vesalius, I think, is probably more the correct pronunciation. But Andreas Vesalius considered the father of anatomy different than the father of gynecology. But the father of anatomy thought that the clitoris only existed in quote unquote, and I'm quoting here, I am not calling these people anything. Related to this, I know that intersex is the correct word. I've had some people confront me about this. They wanted to fight me outside of restaurants because I used the wrong language, but I want to be clear, I'm not unaware of the right language. I'm only quoting the way that they spoke at the time of the incident, but he said that the clitoris only existed in hermaphrodites. He also thought that menstrual blood eventually found its way from the uterus back up to the titties and became breast milk. <laughs> this is a real thing, this motherfucker who who basically invented anatomy <laughs> or discovered it. I guess you can't invent anatomy. That's God's work. But anyway, this motherfucker believed that blood from your puss turns into breast milk. And this dude's in charge. And it wasn't until the 16th century that the clitoris was even recognized as a normal part of a woman's body. Rather than just like a a little ass dick that didn't believe in itself. You know what I mean? Just like a little Oliver Twist of a penis. It's like, please, sir, please. I want to be a real penis. And then some mean, bigger penis is like, a real penis? You'll never be a real
2: penis. Please, sir, I want to be real.
1: Shut up. F- you, I, I don't know. I, I'm not that good at characters, but you get the idea. Because of this, though, because there was so little documentation of the female anatomy of these parts... Even to this day, the depictions of the clitoris and the vagina are skewed and or limited. They often don't even show the actual nerve extensions, for example, in textbooks of the clitoris that extend inside the vagina. And so subsequently, some doctors don't even realize that when they're performing things like an episiotomy, which is when they have to tear the in-between, they got to tear that gooch. For when a baby is coming out, they got to cut that so that it makes more room, which is not ideal. You don't want that cut open. That's how you make one big hole. And that's a mess. But some doctors don't realize that when they're doing that tear, they're actually potentially doing damage to the clitoral tissue as well. There's mad nerves down there and tissue and all kinds of stuff that's connected. And they don't even realize it because the textbooks don't display that stuff. The labia for example, are often drawn symmetrically in textbooks, which they are not often in real life. And the vagina is drawn as like this gaping hole that just like has space for stuff to come in and out. It's like a storage unit. And the walls, in fact, in a real vagina are usually touching. Basically, all of this is like the vagina is less built like a pristine hallway and more like a a poorly inflated bounce house. Do you know what I mean? Some parts touching, some of it's uh, inflated, some of it, it ain't got no air in it at all. The point is, it's because of the lack of information and documentation that we've seen over the years that I do believe, Joy, some of what you're saying to be true. The textbooks are based on our most recent actual documentation, which was based on black bodies. And for years, women as a whole are being treated with a specific sexist type of dignity, quote-unquote dignity, that allows medical professionals to completely avoid their yummy parts, as you put it, at all costs. But historically, black women aren't women. That's the way they've always been seen. Black women ain't women, and therefore doctors had no problem poking and prodding and drawing whatever the fuck they saw in these black women's parts. And so I say all of this to say, Are black bodies the standard that we find in textbooks? It's not clear, but they are very much the test subjects. And subsequently, that means we see a whole bunch of black titties, a whole bunch of black vaginas and a whole bunch of black penises in the books we read. And thank God we do. I love it. I love knowing that those black and white drawings are secretly just a black lady's pussy. It that makes me happy. I'm a big fan of black lady pussy. And now I get to sleep, sleep, <laughs> sleep with an ease that I didn't have before knowing that that's black puss. I'm studying and not just some regular old uh, white puss. All right. Well, I did Joy. I did. uh, I did the, the saddest mini episode we've ever had. I guess it wasn't that sad. It felt sadder when I was doing all the research. I peppered it up a little bit to make it uh, less what you sent me, Joy. But if you want to send me sad stuff much in the way that Joy did, you can send it to mymommapod at gmail.com. I'm happy to hear from you. It's sad, happy, uh, yummy, whatever whatever comes to mind. I'll listen to it and I'll talk back to you. And uh, you can follow me at Langston Kerman and you can keep just listening and reviewing the podcast right now on Apple Podcasts, I'd like us to get to a thousand reviews. That's my dream. We're not too far from that. I won't say how many we're away from it. I, I'm not going to admit that I check it every single day, just hoping that there's some giant influx of people saying how proud they are of, of our work. But that's neither here nor there. What I would love is for us to make it to a thousand reviews. I don't know why I say a thousand that way. A thousand reviews. So please write. Review, subscribe, do whatever you have to do and send us your messages at mymamapod at gmail.com. You're fantastic. I'm proud of each and every one of you, except you, Joy. I know you're up to some shit. Either way, bye, y'all. Motherfucking
0: mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode. Mini episode. Motherfucking mini episode.
2: Wear it like no one else. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health.